us this morning, for all of the moms, thank you so much for being with us this weekend. On behalf of Westover, I want to tell you, happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day is a day that we celebrate moms. We love and honor moms for all that you do every single day. Moms are the heart of the home. See, moms, the heart of the home, the home started with you. You gave life to your family. Every mom remembers the nine months leading up when you were waiting and anticipating for your first child to be born. And the anticipation and the excitement and can't wait to see them for the first time. You gave life to your family. And every single day, you continue to speak life to your family. And I want to share with you today on how you speak life every single day. Because no matter what age your kids are, moms, you never stop speaking life to your family. A mom is still a mom even when their kids are grown. And your words, your influence, and your love speaks life every single day. Now there's two things you need to know about being a mom. The first is, is that motherhood is not for wimps. Motherhood isn't for wimps. Motherhood is hard, and it's sometimes harder than you think you're going to be able to accomplish. You don't know what you're going to get every single day. A mom one time described motherhood as the story of a mom's life is you're, stu you're stuck between a scream and a hug all at the same time, and sometimes by the same kid. You never know what day, when you wake up, what the day is going to hold for you. Motherhood is hard. And the second thing you need to know about being a mom is the standard for motherhood, the bar is set way too high. The expectation that is on us in today's culture, it's set way too high. Nobody can obtain it. And so we carry a lot of mom guilt around. We feel like we never do enough. We never love enough. We don't have enough time. We don't give enough to our kids. And we constantly carry this mom guilt. And social media does not make it any easier. Because we follow that, you know, that perfect Instagram mom. And we always are looking at her perfect family and her perfect kids that are perfectly dressed and perfectly behaved at all times. She has a perfectly clean house. She makes these perfect meals that look like they came off the Food Network channel. And then you look at your house, you look at your kids, you look at your life, and you're proud that they got, like, microwave pizza rolls for dinner and that everybody's still alive at the end of the day and you're just doing good. See, the bar is set way too high. It's unattainable. It was once said that there's no way to be a perfect mother, but there's a million ways to be a great mom. There's a million ways to be a great mom. In a study recently, it was discovered that moms answer and filter approximately 300 questions a day from their kids. It said more than any other human being on earth, moms answer more questions. And we're kind of known for our responses and our sayings. We have these famous mom sayings that you heard growing up from your mom. And you said, I will never say those when I'm a parent. And then you find yourself saying them when you become a parent. Like, don't make me come over there. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Don't talk with your mouth full. Life isn't fair. I don't know is not an answer. Because I said so, and were you born in a barn? 
I sometimes wonder, did Mary use that one on Jesus? Because, you know, he'd be like, well, yeah, Mom, I was there. You were there. It was kind of a big deal. We all have these mom sayings. And moms, we understand that our words have power. What we say speaks life over our family. And so today I want to take you and I want to look at Proverbs 31, verses 1 and 2. Now some of you might know this chapter. It's sometimes familiar with us. Proverbs 31 is used a lot to describe a godly woman, a godly mom, a godly wife. And those are all the verses that we look at. They're at the later part of the chapter. But I want to look at chapter, uh, the verses, verses 1 and 2 today. And they're about King Lemuel. And it says, and it starts in verse 1, The sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance, his mother taught him. And then she, he begins to quote his mom. Listen, my son. Listen, son of my womb. Listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. You see, we don't know a lot about King Lemuel in the Bible. It's not very clear to us who he was. Some scholars believe that he was a, a king of a northern Arabian tribe. Not a lot is recorded about him. We don't know about his territories. We don't know about all the things that he did. But what we do know are the inspired utterances of his mother, the things his mother taught him. And in the verses that follow, he begins to write down the teachings his mother spoke over him. And if you read those verses, it talks about, she didn't talk about title. She didn't talk about how to become a king, how to obtain power. Instead, what she talked about is how do you become a person of noble character? How do you have integrity in your life? And all moms, we can relate to that. Because we don't care when our kids grow up if they become doctors, lawyers, teachers, business people. We don't care what they end up becoming, what their position is. But what we care about is that they love the Lord with all of their heart and they live a life of integrity. We understand the power of our words. It goes on and further in Proverbs 15, it gives us some wisdom about the power of words. And it says in verse 1, a gentle answer turns away wrath. You see, our words have the power to start or stop an argument. In verse 2, it says, the tongue of the wise adorns knowledge. And then in verse 4, it says, the soothing tongue is a tree of life. We've all heard the saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And moms, we all know how false that statement is. Because we understand the power of our words. And so today, I want to give you three thoughts on how a mom speaks life into her family. The first is, is that moms love unconditionally. Moms love unconditionally. It's in the DNA of moms. We love without bounds. In all that we do, we love our family. And our love knows no beginning and it knows no end. It's unconditional, no matter the mistake, the failure, the change of season, the change of life. We love our kids unconditionally. And nothing you can do can make us stop loving you. We love you even when it doesn't feel like we love you. When maybe we're correcting you or we're disciplining you, we love you. We love you when we have to use your middle name in a sentence. We love you. It was said one time by a mom, there are really places in your heart you don't know exist until you love a child. 
And every mom can relate because the day your child was born, it was like God opened up this other portion of your heart that you didn't know existed. And all of a sudden, this amount of love flows out of you and it's unconditional and you don't know how to stop it. And nothing is ever going to change that love that you have for your child. See, moms, we say I love you both verbally and non-verbally. Yes, we say it with our words when we tell you we love you, but we also say it with our actions and with our lives. Moms, we give non-verbal hugs. It's those times when we come up to you and we hug you and we don't say anything, but it just tells you that we love you. And see, a mom's hug, it lasts long after you let go and you walk away. It goes with you. We love you unconditionally. We do it in the small things. It's the hugs, the laughter, the smiles. It's the meals cooked. It's the laundry folded. It's the carpools that we're a part of. And it's the errands that we run for our family. A mother's love is pure. It does not need to be earned, purchased, or attained. A mother's love, it exists from the moment you were created, and it will last long after we are gone. And God instills in the heart of mom the ability to love without bounds, conditions, or expectations. See, children discover the heart of God through a mother's love. Because it's the first tangible experience they get, the first tangible example they get of unconditional love. Love that will love them no matter what they do, no matter what, ex what they walk through in life, your love is going to be there. And moms, you have the ability through your love to touch the deep parts of your child's heart. You can heal pain, insecurity, hurts that exist that only a mom's love can touch. And you have the ability to see past the surface of what's happening and go into the innermost parts of your child's heart. A mother's love does that because you love unconditionally and you speak life through it. The second thing a mother does to speak life is we encourage relentlessly. Moms encourage relentlessly. In verses 1 and 2 of this chapter, King Lemuel's mom, he, he heard so much from her and she gave so many teachings to him over her lifetime that he had to write them down. And that's what ends up being recorded here in scripture. And what's interesting is it's not that he talked, she talked about how to be the person that has the most power or how do you gain influence or how do you obtain title. Instead, what she talks about is how do you be the best person that you can be? She wanted her son to be the best person that he could be. And in verse 2, she repeats three times, listen, my son. And so King Lemuel writes it down because he heard it over and over and over again. Listen, my son, hear what I have to say. She encouraged him relentlessly. What we repeat gets repeated in their life. The encouragement you repeat over your children gets repeated in their life. Encouragement is the job description of a mom. It's part of what we do. You see this on every sports field across America from Little League to the NFL. I saw it yesterday at the sports fields yesterday when we had all of our soccer teams going on. There was a mom in every sideline. There's always a mom in the stands. There's always a mom in the bleacher cheering her child on. They're the first to cheer when, a, when, a, when they score a goal. They're the first to cheer when the game is won. 
but they're also the first on the sidelines when maybe the game isn't won. And they remind their child, it's okay, it's just a game. And they maybe point out something that the child did that was good because we're always there to uplift. We're always there to encourage. And our kids are listening to what we say and they believe what we speak over them. Recently, my daughter Alexis, she was at my mom's house and she was looking at a collection of photos that my mom has of our family and she was just silently looking at them and we weren't really paying attention to what she was doing. And then all of a sudden, my, my daughter piped up and she goes, man, I'm beautiful. And I'm just, okay, kind of look at her. And I was thinking in my mind, she's really taking that encouragement to heart. It's deep down inside of her. She's got her identity down. And she turned to me and she goes, well, mom, you and grandma are pretty, but I'm beautiful. And I was like, wow. But you see, she believes what I speak over her. She believes what I've told her. She believes the encouragement I give her. Moms, sometimes our encouragement, what we view as encouragement, comes across as nagging to our kids. Because we can sometimes gently and strongly encourage them to do certain things like finish your dinner, finish your homework, close the door, turn off the light. Do all of these things, and we say them over and over and over again. And so sometimes our encouragement feels like nagging. One mom said, when I raise my voice, my kids call it yelling, but I call it motivational speaking for the selective of hearing. Every mom in here, use that now. That's your new job description there. Say, I'm motivating, I'm inspiring you to do something in your life. And so sometimes we sound like a broken record, and our kids, they've heard us say it. If I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. And yes, we can sometimes do that over and over again. But a mom is never going to apologize for telling you, you can do it. You're smart. You're capable. You can make a difference. You're a leader. You can overcome. You're bigger than this challenge. Our encouragement, moms, gives them courage. The encouragement we speak over our kids gives them courage because we know they're going to walk out into a world and into a culture that's not uplifting and it's not motivating to them. And there's going to be a day and a time when somebody's going to say they aren't wanted or they aren't the most important thing or no, they don't accept them. And we want our voice to be louder than culture. And we want to hear we want our kids to hear us in the background and in their heart and in their mind saying, no, my mom said I am. No, my mom said I am a leader. No, my mom said I can do it. No, my mom said I can make a difference. We need to be louder than culture. And we do that because we encourage relentlessly. And your encouragement speaks life over your children. The third thing that moms do to speak life is they pray endlessly. They pray endlessly. In verse 2 it says, son of my womb, the answer to my prayers. And what I love here is it's not prayer in the singular, it's prayer in the plural. It's prayers. Because a mom always prays more than one prayer for her child. We always pray more than one prayer for their child. In, in this verse you can see clearly King Lemuel's mom, she prayed for him in the womb. Before he was even born, when he was forming in his mother's womb, she was praying prayers over him, praying prayers over his life and his future. 
It almost reminds me of Mary in the New Testament when she finds out she's going to have baby Jesus. It says, and she pondered all these things in her heart. I almost wonder, was she praying prayers over Jesus, waiting for him, wondering what his future was going to be? Throughout history, every mom, from the time that we find out we're going to have a baby, we begin to pray prayers over them for their future, for their life, for the dreams that we have for them. We're always praying for them. And then finally that day comes, and then we hold them in our hand, and the doctor gives the baby to us, and we look in their eyes, and all of those prayers flood back into our mind. Because in that moment, you are the answer to our prayers. You are the answer to our prayers. There's a secret about moms. Most of our prayers, most of our conversations with God, they're not about us. They're about our kids. They're about our children. We don't pray prayers of God, can you do this in my life or our future or our dreams. Our prayers are about our kids. And we never stop praying for them. We pray for you every day when we drop you off at school. And we pray for you when we know you have a test or a project coming up and you're nervous about it. We pray for you in those moments the first time someone breaks your heart. And we pray for you in your teenage years when you don't need us anymore. And we pray for you the day you move out and you start on your own path. And moms, I want to encourage you today. Don't stop praying. Don't ever stop praying. If your son or your daughter is away from the Lord right now, don't stop praying. If maybe one of your children is struggling in their career right now, don't stop praying. Or maybe your daughter is struggling in the season and she's trying to find herself. Don't stop praying. Abraham Lincoln once said, I remember my mother's prayers and they have followed me. They have clung to me all of my life. Moms, our prayers show up even when we can't. Those moments we can't be there, those moments that we are not able to be there for our child, our prayers show up. For the military mom where maybe there was a time where a deployment took you away, your prayers were there when you weren't. For that working mom where you feel torn and you want to be in two places at the same time or maybe you're going to school at night to finish your degree and you carry this guilt and you feel torn that you can't be there. Your prayers are there when you're not. And for that blended family where you're sharing every other weekend and holiday, your prayers are there when you're not. FaceTime is when you're able to talk to somebody or talk to your kids over technology and be able to see them, right? But prayer time, that's when you take your children and you put them in the hands of a loving and a caring God and trust he's going to be there when you can't be. They refer to pregnancy as when you're carrying your child, that nine-month period where you're carrying your child. But as moms, we all know that when that nine months is over, we don't stop carrying our children because we continue to carry them in our heart and in our prayers. We carry them all of our life. And moms, in all of the little ways, 
you speak life to your family. You speak life in those little moments. A mom speaks life when she makes that favorite meal that that kid loves because she knows it's his favorite. Or when you stay up late one night to help finish a school project with your kid because it's due the next day. Or when you rearrange your schedule so that you can be there for that school concert or game or presentation. And when you help your daughter find that specific outfit for that special occasion. All of those moments speak life. My mom, she spoke life to me in a thousand little moments. In a thousand little ways I remember growing up and my mom would be there and she'd set aside time for me and my sister just to speak life and love on us. During the summer, she used to take us to the pool almost every day for hours on end. Not because it's what she wanted to do, but because we loved it. And she was there for the concerts, and she was there for the presentations and the games. And yes, she provided love, and she encouraged me. But what I remember is when she would pray prayers over me and pray for my future and pray her hopes and her dreams upon me. And all of those little moments, the thousands of them through time, have cumulatively made me who I am today. They have shaped my decisions, and they have shaped my life. And I, like King, Le King Lemuel can say, my mom inspired me. And moms, you inspire and you speak life in all of the little moments. So tonight, today as we end and as we close, I would ask for all of our moms to stand. If you're in this room and you're a mom, would you stand for a moment? We love you. Yes. We have a gift we want to give you. And the ushers are going to begin to distribute the gift. And as the bucket passes by, we ask that all the moms just take one. We want to make sure we have one for every single mom this weekend. So please just take one. And what you're getting is a lip balm. You've got to have something that you can enjoy. And on it, it says, speak life. And I just want it to be a reminder to you, just a token, that when you pull it out of your purse, when you put it on the morning, let it remind you that you speak life in all of the little ways that you do. That you speak life in those moments that no one sees. That you speak life through your love, through your encouragement, through your prayers, those moments that you show up and you put aside things for yourself so that you can be there for your kids, you speak life and your words have power and your kids remember the things you speak over them. And so today, I want to thank you, moms. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for the sacrifices. Thank you for the sleep that is lost. Thank you for all the times that you're there 
and your consistency in your kid's life, there'll probably never be a parade in your honor. There'll probably never be an award ceremony where they take you across the stage and they, they list all of your accomplishments. But one day a year, one day a year we stop and we honor and celebrate moms because we love you. And moms, you mean the world to your family and we love you and thank you. Thank you for your unconditional love. Thank you for your relentless encouragement. Thank you for your endless prayers. We love you. You are a superhero in disguise. We think the world of you. And as we close, I want to pray a prayer over all of our moms today. And I want to speak life over you. So let's go to the Lord. God, I thank you today for every mom that is here. Lord, you see the innermost parts of our heart, God, and you know the struggle that happens inside of us where we don't feel like we're enough. And I pray that you would remind every mom here how they speak life in all of the little moments. Encourage their heart. Give them the strength that they need to be all that they can be for their family. Remind them, God, how their love and their encouragement and their prayers speak life to their family. And I pray as they go today, God, that you would bless them, bless their family, bless their time together. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Moms, we love you. Have a happy Mother's Day. We are dismissed.